Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Welcome in. Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk live from the Clark's Main Street Market in downtown Lexington. Across the street from Rupp Arena, I'm Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio joined in person by former Kentucky football standout Anthony White. Larry Vaught joining us on the phone. Your trusted partner since 1904 is Stockyards Bank. Visit the Stockyards Bank website at syb.com. Anthony, long time no talk. I, I, I was uh, laying on the beach last, last Sunday, and I get a text from my mom. And said, you have a, what's Anthony talking about? You have a, a family matter going on or a family emergency? I'm like, Mom, I'm like, Three or four drinks deep, sun <laughs> sun shining on my back, getting sunburned. I have no idea what you're talking about, Anthony. Were you trying to like speak a speak a family emergency into into existence? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, you know what? I usually try to get through the pleasantries, especially when we have a guest on an action-packed show. You know, doing two weeks without you, I didn't know how the show was going to go. You know, so we don't have basketball insight as well as. Other things, so I, I may have, but I could have sworn, and and moms know best, you know. And moms are on high alert. I'm out of, and you're out of your mom's reach. I'm always out of my mom's reach. That's why I go check in on her. And I think she, I did say you were out the week before last for basketball. And I think I didn't know you were on vacation. I did not know you were on vacation, but I knew uh, that you were. It was not sports related or work related. You were doing family stuff, and I I kind of tried to say that you were uh, on the family. I think I said family situation, which that can be taken a thousand different ways. Well, it, it, it was a, a situation where I, I needed to just d- disappear for a little while, and it was much needed. I, I, it, it's been not nonstop, go, 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 go for months and months. So it was uh, very much, much, much needed. Unfortunately, it happened, uh, Larry, in the most inconvenient time of, of all time because. Uh, Kentucky is still trying to figure out this damn roster and uh, all of this news happening and rumblings and official visits here and guys they're going to get and guys they're not going to get uh, as I'm supposed to be disconnected and I'm still getting phone calls and texts of uh, this guy's visiting, this guy's no, no longer coming, what the heck's going on here. So uh, unfortunately, I assumed two month two three months ago when i scheduled this vacation that uh middle of, Ju- of june would be a safe time to uh schedule this vacation larry but unfortunately that was not the case and um i left you guys hanging for two straight weeks uh in the middle of, of all this madness so larry i apologize well jack there's a couple of things that stand out to me what you about what you just said the fact that you were 
three drinks in on a Sunday morning at 9.30 or 10. That's, he must have been having a, 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 a big, big week last, last week. That, that kind of jumped out at me. And second, for all you, as, as Anthony would say, you young whippersnappers that love social media and the Internet and everything so much, that's just the world you live in now. There is no off time. <laughs> you have a, a sports-related beat job like that, there never is because you never know what is going to happen and when. So you're just on call all the time. That's the that's the downside of the world that we live in today and uh, versus the world I grew up in working and all. So I would say just get used to that because that won't be the last vacation you're going to have ruined. Hey, before we before we get into it, because I know we got a basketball game coming up with um, about a month from now, uh, I do want to give a shout out to some important people that I'm sure that our man Bo Robinson back in the studio will appreciate. Project Elevate Fayette County Public Schools are doing great things for some of the kids. I got one of my young kids over. I'm sure I can't say their name on air, even though they would like. I think they would like publicity be heard by what. 47 million people across the country on our radio show. Is that all? Yeah, so, you know, kind of down. Since you've been gone, our numbers have went down. Uh, I would, <laughs> would like to give a shout-out to Toya Barry Ward. Larry, I don't know if that name rings a bell to you. The last name is Ward. Uh, she yeah. was talking about I came in the second day of camp, and she said, you're on the radio. And her, her husband, uh, uh, Bethel Ward, has been inducted into the black uh, professional UK Hall of Fame. Uh, this is the second year. I know you and I talked about the inaugural year where there were a lot of names of guys that we have heard of. But uh, So Bethel's wife works with me, and T.C. Coble Johnson runs the program. So I just wanted to give them a shout-out because those kids enjoying themselves, and I'm wrestling with a kid for three or four hours. He doesn't realize I'm almost 50, and what is he, 11, 12, and he, every time I turn around, here comes little Dawson. <laughs> so I do – I just want to give those people a shout-out because they are doing great things. And I know last week was the first week and it was trying, but they are doing great things. So shout-out to Project Elevate. They're awesome, awesome, awesome stuff there. We got a, a jam-packed show. We have Transylvania women's basketball coach Julie Falks coming on at 10.05 to talk about their White House visit. Uh, with with Transylvania, awesome, awesome stuff. Can't wait for that. Then we have Hillcrest uh, coach Nick Weaver coming on at eleven oh five to talk about um, Kentucky basketball signing Jordan Burks. They added him last Monday. He's moved in, uh, situated, ready to go, joining all the uh, fun team camp action. The, the father son camp was yesterday, and I think today or two days ago. Uh, today is the um, father daughter camp. So. Um, Good stuff happening around UK athletics. We're going to get both of them on uh, here at the top of both of the next next two hours. Um, but before then, we got a, a big commitment yesterday, Anthony. I want to get your thoughts on that uh, as we try to get this roster situated and figured out. Uh, we got Joey Hart's commitment yesterday, a three-star sharpshooter from Indiana. Uh, he announced his commitment had interest from Indiana, Rutgers, Notre Dame, Texas, a bunch of different schools. He was a former decommit uh, of Central Florida, a uh, very nice needed role piece, 6'5", uh, underrated athleticism, dunks the heck out of the basketball, but really, really shoots it. I think shot 41% from three uh, his senior season. Kentucky needs bodies. They need role pieces, Anthony, and uh, it's hard to ask for a, a, a guy this late in the game, you know, June 17th, to, to add a, a guy like that to the roster. Uh, you need bodies. If, if not him, it was going to be Walker Horn and 
Grant Darbyshire and some of the walk-ons. So uh, def- definitely a much-needed piece to add to the rotation at this point in the stage. I'm starting to feel a whole lot better about the roster. Uh, and we talked about this for the past, I guess, the past month. You know, who we're going to get. Like, we're not at this point, we're not getting big-time players uh, to fill those roles. It's not like we're going eight, four, and five-star players deep. Uh, so, now, and, and I kind of asked you guys before, do we need to have uh, contributors or do you just want guys who can spell DJ, who spell Rob, uh, who can spell Edwards? I have no idea. I'm sure you're going to let me know what's going on with Brad, y'all. Sure. Uh, so, whatever's going on there. But the, but the point was – Cal's only going to play seven players, and we have seven uh, scholarship players. So I'm cool with going with those guys. I would like to have Lance Ware to help out on the blocks with the, th- with the four and five position, and I would like to have Reeves come back to help out with the one through three. But like you said, we got uh, – I thought we got another commit this week uh, that you more – so I think bringing Hart in to help out with the guard situation, that gives us a little more depth there if we want to press and run. And uh, so, so I'm pretty cool with it. But I, I'm, I'm waiting for – I'm kind of – Larry may know, but I'm kind of waiting to see what you got to say, what happened with Bradshaw, because I was seeing a little bit of this and that. I'm playing the garden, so I couldn't really delve deep into it. Yeah, that, that's uh, – we're, we're we have a lot to talk about with, with that one. Larry, before that, I, I, I know this is one – there's a lot of criticism. You know, this is a three-star kid. Kentucky doesn't typically add three stars. And, the, you know, this, this kid got a lot of criticism just – uh, just I, I don't think if this if if he played in Paducah and Cal signed him, I think that everybody would be super excited about him. And uh, but I, I think because he isn't from this immediate area and is a three star ranked two hundred and sixty seventh overall in the country or whatever, thirty fifth shooting guard or, or whatever, uh, the, he got a lot of backlash. You know, Cal, oh, we can't get Antonio Reeves back, so we have to you know, get excited about a three-star. I don't think that's fair to, to the kid uh, because I do think he's going to be a contributor at some point. I think that he 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 fills a specialty role as a knockdown shooter. He led uh, the Under Armour circuit last season uh, in three-point shooting and, and uh, I mean, just absolutely torched the net as a three-point shooter at, at LinkedIn Stockton this past high school season. Uh, so the, I, I understand where some of the hesitancy would come from adding a kid like that, but I feel like a lot of the, the – um, concern is un- is not necessarily justified because you, you know you need bodies and, and I, he he does fill a, a specialty role that Kentucky desperately needs. Well, of course, I'm I'm no basketball Benny, so I'll leave that to kind of you and, and Anthony to decipher some of this. But a couple things that jump out to me about him: one, I think he looks a little bit more athletic than what people are giving him credit for. But the main thing with with both him and Jordan Burks to me. I'll see what Anthony thinks about this. But the fact that those two guys who are three-star guys, not top 25, not top 40 guys or anything, want to come to Kentucky, weren't afraid of the challenge coming in and joining the number one recruiting class, weren't worried about how many minutes were they going to be guaranteed, how were they, they're willing to come, figure they can find a way to fit in and find a way to help contribute to this team. I think Kentucky fans ought to be delighted to have both of them at this stage because they've had a lot of other guys that didn't seem to want to come and be part of the team. So I think two guys that are willing to say, okay, you got a bunch of five stars there. Maybe I'll get this. Maybe I'll get – I'm willing to come and take my chance to see what it's going to be. I think you ought to applaud both those guys for coming because Kentucky desperately needed depth. You've got to, you can't have five leading scorers. You can't have five leading rebounders. You've got to have some guys that can play roles. And it looks to me like both these guys understand 
how to, what they're getting into, what they're going to need to do, and both of them might just turn out to be a little bit better than what some people are thinking. And and that's what Cal needs. Cal needs, and, and I've been sympathetic, very sympathetic for Cal for the past couple of months because I know the game is changing with, with NIL and, and the portal. He needs guys who can come in. And I, okay, Fierro, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with sitting the bench because I want to win at the end of the day. My best friend was sixth man of the year at Xavier University and wound up playing in the NBA for maybe 10, 11 years because he didn't mind, you know, when I come in and contribute. And I, he got a big – Shout out from uh, – I can't think of the big man that was on the Celtics. It was supposed to be the enforcer. He said Posey was the glue that kept that Celtics team together because he held everybody accountable. Yeah, big perk. He he gave him a shout out, which which was huge. So I think you can have those guys that if Rob needs a break, if uh, if DJ needs a break, somebody come in and not uh, uh, moan and, and things in the background, and that's kind of something Jack won't come up off of it. But you've alluded to, and I know publicly, and I've been in locker rooms yet, there's been things going on the past two years in the locker room that people weren't happy waiting, people weren't happy sitting, people weren't happy watching other people play. And, and that's why my Ben Mintz was my man. One, he didn't break the locker room down. I'm sure he wasn't happy with his role, but he played his role well. So if you can get guys like that, three-star, who knows their role and willing to play their role because there's a long season in basketball, anything can happen, you can come in and play. You can have to contribute at the drop of a hat. Just having guys who want to be here, Larry's right. But having guys who just want to be here is huge for us and Cal. If Cal added these two as the last two pieces of the roster and you already had Antonio Reeves back, you already got, you know, say Oscar back or that Arthur, Arthur Kaluma kid from Creighton, if, if, if all of the main foundational pieces were already set and these were the last two, not a single person would complain. But the, because of the timing, because you still got the Reeves thing up in the air, you still because of the different moving parts elsewhere, I think that's where a lot of the – I, I just think it's not fair to either of those two kids where, like, the immediate reaction for U.K. fans is, oh, guess we got to get excited about a three-star. It's like, well – if you if you think of it of what their role is actually going to be as a filler and as a you know kind of a, a gap filler of, of whatever Kentucky needs at that given time, like it's different. Don't assume that these guys are going to be playing thirty five minutes a game. They're going to be the the you know the, fill their own role as Anthony said or as as Larry said. Uh, they they know what they're coming into, what they signed on for. I love both both additions. Uh, plenty more to talk about after the break. You're listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. This is the home of the Wildcats. 630 WLAP. Welcome back. Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk live from the Clark's Main Street Market. Return, refresh, and refuel at Clark's. Uh, this hour of Sunday Morning Sports Talk is presented by Country Boy Brewing. Give us a call, 859-280-2287. Jack Pilgrim here with Anthony White and Larry Vaught. Happy Father's Day to all the uh, dads out there. Appreciate uh, all of your all's hard work. I'm I'm not a dad yet, but I'm going to be here in a, co- a couple months. Definitely excited about that, but uh, appreciate uh, all those dads out there, especially mine, uh, love you, Pops. Um, plenty, plenty of, of stuff to dive into. I know there's a lot of uh, chatter. You specifically asked, Anthony, about uh, the Aaron Bradshaw situation, and I know we have to uh, dive into that a little bit. And it's very touchy and very complicated, and it's frustrating to deal with both on the inside and outside. So we'll try to navigate those waters as um, 
delicately as possible. So Shams uh, Karania, the you know up there with Woj as the most prominent, reputable insider in the NBA, uh, breaks the news this weekend that uh, Aaron Bradshaw has a fracture in his foot and could miss the start of the Kentucky basketball season. Kentucky is optimistic that it will be a uh, full and complete recovery, um, but an injury nonetheless. Um, he kind of worded it, Anthony, like it was a new injury, and I want to make that very clear that this is not a new thing. This has been going on for well over a month. Uh, this was the reason why they were on record saying, you know, he did he. They, they held the Iverson Classic up in Camden, New Jersey, at Camden High School, where DJ and Aaron Bradshaw went specifically for those two. Right. And Aaron was a no-show, like just didn't show up, and they described it as an undisclosed injury at the time, and I was told that was the uh, issue. I was told initially that it was just an ankle sprain, kind of a tough, tough thing, but not like a serious thing. Uh, and then the story has just continued to, like, change ever so slightly as the weeks have rolled on. Like, oh, well, the the, the test revealed something more significant. Uh, it could be a hairline fracture. could be a stress fracture. Maybe it's uh, um, whatever the, the injury that uh, Joel Embiid had when that knocked him out his entire rookie season. Like, the, the story, just narrative continues to shift ever so slightly. Uh, and I was told that it, it could keep him out as long as four to six months if he undergoes this surgery. Uh, but he's playing at Coach Cal's father-son camp, running around, playing one-on-one with these kids, not wearing a boot. It is as dicey, and I, it, like none of the story is making sense. And, again, this is Shams who broke the news, the most reputable guy out there right now. Admittedly, a mouthpiece for clutch sports. We just dealt with the Chris Livingston situation all year long. They were discontent, very vocally uh, frustrated about role and – usage and all of that good stuff and here we are again clearly a clutch to shams news breaking what was your read anthony i know you said you were gardening but when when that news came through your your feed what was your reaction knowing where it came from knowing that it was clearly from clutch uk's enemy number one right now there uh there's something and You've, as much as we've covered U.K. sports, and I can tell in the middle of the season when uh, Will Levis, uh, Terry Wilson, Terry, uh, Stephen Johnson, well, uh, Grady, yeah, Kellen Grady, Kellen Grady, when things start to change, your role starts to change, the narrative about what you're expected to do starts to change. Already, I'm already knowing at the at the last game press. Well, we didn't tell you so and so was injured. I think it's kind of one of those things. And Larry Vaught can attest. I know we got to get the break, but Larry Vaught can attest on the other side of the break that, and it's not a high ankle sprain. A high ankle sprain. The first time I've heard of a high ankle sprain, uh, Marlon McCree had one, and he was out like three, two or three months. And I was like, man, it's just an ankle sprain. We need you. But the more I found out about high ankle sprain, it's hard. You cannot put pressure on it. It's delicate. You, it, it really, it only gets better on its own, and it takes a long time for it to get better. So, it seems like it could be something like that that us as normal people don't really understand. But from an athletic standpoint, at a high level, it could hinder you. I have a conspiracy Uh-oh. that that 
the theory that uh, we need to address after the break. It, it's complicated and it's very clutch of them. The timing is just very, very, very quite clutch. We'll talk about it after the break. You're listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. This is Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk presented by the Leach Report Radio Network on 630 WLAP. Welcome back. Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk live from the Clark's Main Street Market Return Refresh and Refuel at Clark's. Our Sunday morning sports talk is presented by Country Boy Brewing. Give us a call 859-280-2287. Jack Putin here with Anthony White, Larry Vaught, Bo Robinson back at the iHeartRadio studios uh, on the big board helping us out. As always, appreciate uh, his hard work. We're talking about little bit about uh, Aaron Bradshaw what the heck is going on with him is he hurt is he not hurt does he need surgery does he not need surgery is it four to six weeks is it four to six months what the absolute heck is going on um, so it waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season LifeLock can help Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. I, I, I just want to make it very abundantly clear that the relationship with Clutch, Rich Paul in, in particular, Anthony, and John Calipari in the Kentucky program is not great. I know um, we talked extensively about Chris Livingston and his role and how frustrated he was and the people around him were and how they basically thought that yeah, he was mismanaged, he was misused, that he was supposed to be a guard, and, and it was just a, a not great relationship there. Uh, there was speculation in January that he was going to never uh, – there was, there was talk that he was going to leave the program back then, uh, and had he returned, he was definitely not going to come back for a second season, and if he was going to return to college, it was definitely going to be through the transfer portal. It was, it was a, uh, there, there were times that relationship got very, very, very tough, uh, and Rich Paul and Clutch was a big part of that because they're trying to do what's best for their clients and the brand and you know develop NBA talent. They see Aaron Bradshaw as a surefire top five pick. Guaranteed that, like, as of right now, he's a top five pick. And they are concerned that John Calipari and the Kentucky basketball program isn't going to use him to the, the, in the way that they want as that face-up, stretch forward, knock down threes, put the ball on the floor, and kind of be this unicorn type of player. And they believe that... If he plays, there's a very strong chance that he will be Chris Livingston and see his draft stock tank entirely. And uh, th- their goal is to sh- kind of the shade and sharp idea of the if the mystery aspect stays high and 
the interest can you know the, the the intrigue there can stay mysterious and he can continue to be a top five pick rather than uh, you know risk having him see his draft stock tank as a Kentucky Wildcat. So there, there is a, a mindset on Clutch's side that Kentucky does not think that they, they think that they can get this handled and under control, but there is a mindset on Clutch's side, Larry, that they don't want him playing a single second for John Calipari of the University of Kentucky. That's just, that, that, that's just the reality of the situation. So understand where the big picture, oh, he's going to need surgery. Like when I put out there the four- to six-month timeline and that they, there's a, they're wanting to do the surgery, that is coming from the NBA and Clutch's side because they think the, mysteri- the, the mysterious aspect of it could keep him in the top five rather than risking uh, seeing his draft stock tank. So that, that is – what I know, and that's why it's such a delicate, frustrating situation because Kentucky thinks that it's just a little minor injury. He'll get back on the floor, probably not going to play in Toronto, but uh, when the games actually matter and training camp actually matters, that he'll be back on the floor and, and be able to suit up for the Wildcats. But uh, nationally, there's a lot of skepticism that Aaron Bradshaw will ever play for the Wildcats. And that's why I give me Joey Hart and Jordan Burks every day of the week, guys who want to play. From this point of view, this guy's had about enough Aaron Bradshaw. I mean, he's got to play the four. He can't play. Now he's supposed to be hurt, yet he's out at camp doing this, doing that. If he's supposed to be hurt, get the dang surgery and get it over with. If not, you don't need another Jared Vanderbilt situation. You don't need another Terrence Clark situation. You don't need an Oscar situation where one day he's working out at the NBA Combine for Kentucky, and the next day he's supposed to have knee surgery. He's supposed to be out two weeks, and he's still two months later. They're still saying he can't be in shape. I mean, I think this is a – and then after as you said, mentioned the Shaden Sharp fiasco, this is not the kind of start you need for a good locker room, Anthony White, or a good and happy fan base. This seems like another guy who's come in just – he's kind of on his own little path, and that doesn't make for a good team. So – Count me as one. I don't care if Aaron Bradshaw ever plays for Kentucky. Just move on without him and start playing the guys that want to play basketball. And, again, this is a bad look for John Calipari, especially after I think it was you, Jack, just uh, had a story about one of the top players in 2024 has already dropped Kentucky from the recruiting list because they can't even work out a time to have him visit. How can you not work out a time to have a guy visit? Yeah, um, was very very not happy. I was there with with Flory Bedunga, who's the most I mean most dominant player in the 2024 class. I was there with his people, uh, his guardian, who's you know controlling his entire recruitment, uh, and like he's giving me the details of it. And it was just really tough to hear on his side. You know, it was like, well, dude, we've been trying to get this visit scheduled three different times. Uh, there's a, a freshman orientation here that postponed this visit and every single time they tried to get something scheduled it would get canceled or postponed for some random reason and they're like all right man well at this point you know it is what it is you clearly don't want us to uh make it down there uh, in a timely manner we're trying to get this commitment done it is what it is we got to move on so that that part was very frustrating i do want to to make it clear i think on on from what i know i genuinely think aaron bradshaw himself wants to play just like I think well, Chris play. Livingston, well, then play. Uh, I, and I think Chris Livingston was himself wasn't 
as discontent as everybody around him. But it's, you know, when you have so many people in your ear and saying you're this, you're this, you know, why did Aaron Bradshaw at the McDonald's All-American game say that he was going to play the three at Kentucky? Oh, well, John Calipari says that I can play the four or the three. Like, at some point, yeah, it is on Aaron. You know, he's he's on Instagram. He did a little question and answer session about what position he wants to play at Kentucky. He said, I, I'm going to play the four. Like, yeah, it's not – Aaron's not completely innocent in the role stuff, but a lot of that is pushed from, you know, LeBron and Rich Paul and Clutch and and the people up top in the NBA that are saying, dude, you're this type of player. You're going to be this special top five talent. Like, I genuinely think he, the, the kid himself, wants to play, and I think he genuinely means well, but... And I think a lot of this stuff is happening behind his back and, and beyond his control, above, way above him. Like, uh, he went on Instagram and, and, you know, talked about the USC rumors when there was a lot of talk about him, that, uh, confirmed talk that he wanted to go, that uh, Clutch was going to push him to USC to play with Bronny and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of that was happening uh, above him and, and people, you know, trying to pull strings uh, a, a lot of stuff out of his control. Like, I, I, I think he was aware of it, but I don't think that he knew how serious uh, things got. And I, 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 it's because Clutch wants to do what's in, in the client's best interest, make this kid a top five pick. That is why he, he Clutch hired – or Aaron hired Clutch as his representation because it's his – ultimate goal to be a top five pick Anthony and, and I, I totally understand that and in Clutch's mind they say you're not going to be a top five pick if you go to Kentucky playing the role like if you go to be a back back to the basket big and average six and six you're not going to be a top five pick your, your draft stock's going to tank you need to go somewhere and or be put in position where you can knock down threes and show off your versatility and do this and do that so it's this it's this absolute battle between Clutch and Kentucky Kentucky thinks that They'll get this massage. They'll get this handled. Everything's going to be fine. Clutch says, we'll have to see it to believe it. I don't think he's going to be playing a single second for John Calipari at Kentucky. It's tough. Cal can't be held hostage by this agency. I am, I'm, if, if, this, if it were me, and I know it's tough because Clutch guys are elite, and they're, they, there's a reason why they, they tend to t- sign the top five recruits and, and all that. Like, I would cut ties with, with Clutch and say we're not going to be held hostage by anybody. We're tired of all these outside influences on these kids. Like, we just want guys, as Larry said, who want to be here for the right reasons. And I think Aaron himself is here for the right reasons. But I think all of the outside, very, very it's just unfortunate, Anthony. He has the most powerful people in basketball representing him as we're seeing with Chris Livingston, somehow getting a draft guarantee. Like, he canceled all of his workouts because he got a draft guarantee. Clutch is clearly powerful in, in, in that sense, and they're trying to use this to manipulate Bradshaw as well. It's frustrating. It's, it, 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 Cal's in a really tough spot, but if I were in his shoes, I'd say Clutch kick, kick rocks. Well, you, you still have to wait and see what happens with the Chris Livingston thing. I don't believe anything. I got a guy, if you don't believe what I'm telling you, I got a guy you can call to talk to. First name is William, last name is Levis. You can talk to him if you like to about these guarantees and things. Here's one thing that I don't – I think Kentucky's going to go to it. I'm with you and Larry. When Clutch comes to our doorstep, if you have a plan, no, you can't come to Kentucky. Your brand is big enough, and I've said this a thousand times on this show. Steve Spurrier at Florida will recruit players. Florida was one of the best teams in the country the whole time he was there, in the, or mid or through the 90s. I want you to play at Florida. 
<laughs> your son's a great athlete. We're going to win with or without him. But I'm, I'm extending you on a scholarship. So we want him to come. But we are going to be Florida whether you come or not. Mm-hmm. We just want to add you to the tradition. So here's the thing. If, if Bradshaw wants to play a stretch four, five, or just want to play a five but outside, then that's fine. Go to, go to Arkansas. Go to Alabama. Go somewhere where they'll let you do that. Why do you come to Kentucky? And this is a Kentucky thing. And that's why I think Cal has to evolve. If you want to come to Kentucky and do what the hell you want to do, no, we don't do that because once you do it for one, you got to do it for all. And I'm saying if you want to play a brand of basketball where the five plays stretch, plays the Kevin Durant ball, and, and just play outside the paint, then go to a team that does that. There are teams in America that does that. And Alabama's been very successful. Arkansas has been successful. Auburn lets their bigs play out. There's a lot of teams who let you as a four or five play outside. Go to one of those teams. Why come to Kentucky and say, I want to play for you, but I want to play this way? Yeah, I, I think he, uh, the kid himself, wanted to play with DJ, wanted to be, the, the, you know, Kareem Watkins. Like, the, there's a, a big Camden influence, New Jersey, you know, the, where his hometown, a lot of that big influence, family ties. You know, he himself wanted to be in Lexington, and, and it's unfortunate because if you go back to his recruitment, I remember last summer, this time, the MBPA Top 100 camp, I was sitting there interviewing Aaron Bradshaw, and he said, I know where I want to go. I'm ready to make my commitment. I'm, I'm excited about it, man. Uh, I, I, it, it just feels like home to me. You know, it, it was Kentucky back then. He settled on Kentucky, and then do you remember, that was early July, you know, late, late June, early July, and then he didn't commit until October. They, they, he had hit pause, hit postpone. The story back then was mom had second out, you know, second second thoughts. But who is mom talking to? The representation and the people that you know his their dreams are to go in the NBA and and those sorts of things. So there, it's always been something. Mom's not content here. He settled on Kentucky, but well, we just let's let's just wait a little bit. Let's make sure Kentucky's the right spot. Then he commits in October. Things are okay. He signs, and then the USC talk starts coming in, and and and. Kentucky has to massage that. Cal has to talk with Clutch directly and say, "Kick rocks, dude! Like we we need him to be here." Then now we have the the injury talk. It's just it's like, man, I want guys who don't have those types of, ba- you know, not, not not baggage, but the 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 people pulling strings for them and and you know, like like a puppet. Like, man, I, I want kids that want to be here, that are here for the right reasons, and and it's just frustrating seeing. I think innocent kids like Aaron Bradshaw being manipulated outside of his control. And I think when he says the things like on Instagram live and runs around and tell, you know, laughs with campers, Oh, I'm not really that hurt. Like, I think he's genuine in that. But when you have very powerful people pulling strings above you, it's like, does any, anything he say really matters. We just, we just saw this with Shaden Sharp. All that matters is the people uh, up top controlling these decisions. And that's what's hold, very, very hold sad. Hold on, Jack. Hold on. I will say this. Before we go any further with that narrative, and I, and I think it's a great narrative, I will go. Larry Vaught saw me play golf, I think it was about three weeks ago. I my The night before, my foot was in total pain. I never I didn't play a good brand of golf. I don't play a good brand of golf, period. But <laughs> but, uh, but I was enough to, to do the charity event to, you know, to be camaraderie, to be there. So the fact that you see Bradshaw running around, yeah, it, playing with kids and, you know, jumping around, it, that is not the same as competing in the SEC or for a national championship. So just because you see him being active doesn't mean, oh, I'm hurt. I got to sit somewhere and not move. But if you do see him being active in those camps, I don't think that 
ultimately means that he's fine enough to play an SEC schedule or even in Canada. Yeah. I agree, and there were a lot of people that were almost making fun of the uh, the four to six month timeline and saying, "Oh, well, it's uh, most people get healed back in four to six weeks. Uh, where did this four to six months? It's like, okay, this isn't mom getting back on her feet to go be a cashier at Kroger. <laughs> uh, like this is a seven foot one basketball player." playing in the SEC, trying to get healthy to be in the NBA. Like, Joel Embiid had a a navicular bone fracture leading up to the NBA draft, and the initial timeline was four to six months when he had that surgery, and he ended up missing two years of NBA basketball. He missed his entire rookie season, then had another setback, and missing his entire sophomore season in the NBA. So, like, these people that are kind of scoffing at the timeline, it's like, if he has to have surgery and they do diagnose it as a bone break or a fracture, like the four to six month timeline is generous for a seven foot one basketball player. And like, that's where some of those concerns of maybe he doesn't play a single second of college basketball. If he does go through with the surgery. And if that, like if clutch gets its way to, uh, you know, manipulate this situation even further, like don't scoff it. Like four to six months is four to six weeks is nonsense. Like, if he's going to have this surgery, ideally, yeah, he's out four to six weeks because he just puts a boot on and chills for a little bit and gets that thing healed. But I also don't like that he's just running around these camps without any protection on, running, you know, with tennis shoes and socks on. Like, he doesn't, no brace, no boot, no nothing. Like, I'd prefer him if, if he has something going on to at least get it taken care of and address it sooner rather than later. But, again, I'm not the one making these decisions, and uh, – I'm glad I'm not because it's quite frustrating. We got to hit a break. You're listening to Stock here at the Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 6:30 WLAP. This is the home of the Wildcats. 6:30 WLAP. Should be over you by now, but every time I turn around, it's always something every day reminding me everywhere I go. Welcome back, Stockyards Bank, Sunday morning sports talk, live from the Clark's Main Street Market. Return, refresh, and refuel at Clark's. This hour of Sunday morning sports talk is presented by Country Boy Brewing. Give us a call, 859-280-2287. Jack Pilgrim here with Anthony White and Larry Vaught. Bo Robinson back at the iHeart Studios uh, as he just played on on that song. It it is always something with Kentucky basketball, unfortunately. Uh, Let's go to our phone line. First caller is Larry. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh, just peachy. How are you, buddy? Alrighty, I thought I'd call you. Ain't calling a while. I just, uh, I'm kind of like Larry. You know, college basketball has got to the point it's semi-pro. You know, got handlers and all this stuff. And the days of when Kenny Walker and all them played, they actually played for the uniform. I think the fans are, I guess a lot of them are feeling like I am. It's like, you know, who cares? You got a number one class. You don't know what they're going to bring. You know, are they going to play this year? I'm not going to show up. The handlers are going to let them play. You know, you got to talk to somebody else. You know, uh, college football. I, I tell you what, I, I keep up Kentucky football way more than do basketball now. And years ago, I, I wouldn't have said that. But Mark Stoops, they brought our program to respectability at least. You know, and we, we're pretty darn good now. I think whether, whether people like our record may not reflect it this year. Who knows? But. But, you know, you just – these players all sitting out getting hurt and never playing. And just getting – you know, I'd rather get me a kid, you know, a second-tier kid and maybe stay around and, you know, try to work his way up. But but worst thing, I'm what worries me about this program now, 
way Cal's got this thing now. These second-tier kids come in think, well, I'm playing for John Calipari now. I, I'm an NBA player, so you, I don't know if we'll ever get out of this, this uh, type of mold, you know, with – you know, even even the lesser players are going to probably come out thinking they're better than what they are. But if Bradshaw don't play, it's just going to be another Shaden Sharp deal, another Vanderbilt deal. You know, it's just going to be one of them deals that, that you're saying, you know, why care? You know, you just can't have no hope of, you know, our, I don't know if we, I hate to say this, but I don't know if we'll ever get back to a Final Four or not. Let's win one. <laughs> but like I say, I'm, I'm looking forward to football. That's about it, guys. Yep. Appreciate the call, Larry. We uh, have uh, transit women's basketball coach and national champion Julie Folks coming on at the top of the hour. Very excited to hear about uh, the, their national title run and their most recent visit to uh, the White House. I know they're very excited about how, uh, how the season went, obviously, but you know, more recently the, uh, the the trip to the White House. I know that's an, an unbelievable honor. Uh, they got some great stuff coming. And then at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock, Hillcrest Prep head coach Nick Weaver coming on to talk about uh, Jordan Burks, the addition of, of the six foot nine. Uh, OTE's leading scorer uh, at the, the forward position. He's going to be a good gift for Kentucky. We're going to talk to his coach, see how that all goes. We'll be back right after this with Coach Folks. You do not want to miss it. You're listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. <laughs> 